Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 4, Gnana Karma Sanyasi Yoga, Yoga of Renouncing Excellence in Knowledge. And so far we have seen that actions are binding except if they are performed in the spirit of yajna, for the greater good. Binding in a sense that there will be the consequences, the results of those actions, in, I will be there to either enjoy it or suffer it. And constant struggle in my life is to avoid sufferings. How do I get out of this sufferings? I say, well, maybe I should stop performing actions. That's not possible. So therefore, I should be only performing actions which are non-binding. And the non-binding actions are the ones which I'm, I'm performing for the greater good. That greater good also includes me, but they are not exclusively for my own benefit. So they are not kamya karma, they are not desire-prompted actions, just for my own self. So Bhagavan described that those actions now can be performed in many different ways. So different type of yagnas are then given out. We start with our senses in the fire of restraint. In a physical yajna in Vedic time or even today in Havan, there is a fire and I'm offering something to get burned out in this fire. In this case, the fire is of restraint, self-discipline. Self-control is the fire. No matter whichever way you look at it, it all boils down to I have to have a self-control, a self-discipline. That's the fire. In that fire, I can start with my senses and can offer my senses. In a sense, I realize that the senses are creating all my problems. Most of my problems are because of my senses going out to get something which ends up into some kind of a trouble for me. In Vivek Chudamani, Bhagavan Sankaracharya says that Brunga Matanga Patanga Tunga. What is the Brahmar is? What's in English? Bumblebee. Matanga, elephant, patang, moth, tung is deer. All of them have only one sense which is so powerful that they get into trouble. The Brahma because of attraction to nectar and flower. Folklore is that the bumblebee goes into the lotus flower all night. It's enjoying that and lotus closes, gets trapped in it and dies. I don't know exactly actually that happens or not. In other words, that one sense of attraction for the taste same way the elephant likes rolling in the mud. You know. So they touch. You know. And the patanga, the sense of sight. So if one sense is so powerful and puts that animal into trouble, think about a man who has five senses so powerful. He said, therefore, 
controlling senses is the greatest yagna you can do. So you start with senses, then mind, intellect, which is swadhyaya. There are several yagna, dravya yagna, tapo yagna. But in the end, Bhagavan said, all these yagnas which you are performing, the physical actions of restraining myself, physical actions of offering whatever belongs to me. Therefore, in Havan, when you do, idam namama, idam namama, you are offering something, this is not for me, this is not mine, this is not for me. So you are offering what is, you up till now consider yours, so that you get rid of the bondage. So Bhagavan said, this Dravya Yagna which you are offering is good. But Gnana Yagna is the supreme. Because the goal of all these Yagnas eventually to gain knowledge. What is good for me? I am doing exercise. Why you are kneeling doing exercise? Well, because the knowledge took place that that will be good for me. So the knowledge is supreme. Without that knowledge you can't do anything. So Bhagavan said, Gnana Yagna is the most supreme. So you should do Gnana Yagna. In other words, strive for the knowledge that this ego is taking credit for it. But when it comes to suffering, the same ego is revolting. Then why am I suffering? It's not recognizing that the karma is bound to have its own reaction. So the karmas are, as we have learned, are divided into Sanchita Karma, Agami Karma and Prarabdha Karma. Sanchit karma that I already performed and the result will come in a long time. I, I don't know when. Agami karmas I performed and results are about to come. And prarabdha karmas are actions I performed, I'm facing them right now. Therefore we say, well, why this is happening to my prarabdha? My prarabdha, we normally think that means my fate. That means somebody else created this fate, what I'm facing. Prarabdha karma is, I created those actions are now fructifying. It's like putting a fixed deposit, FDs in the bank. Some you have put it will mature in five years, some you have put it will mature next month, and some are maturing today. Prarabdha karma which I'm facing are the ones which I'm trying to avoid. I'm constantly avoiding the situations which are unconducive in my life. Nana when takes place, all these karmas will be nullified. That I am not the doer. If the ego gives up that credit taking, then all the problems go away. It's because I am saying, I did it, I did it, I did it. So, one who is taking the credit, if he realizes that I am not the doer, then all the problems will go away. So, the verses which you have seen says that therefore Gnana is supreme, that Gnana has to take place, that I am not the doer. Verse 35 says, Yad Gnatva na punar moham evam yasyasi pandava. Up till now I thought this will make me happy. For a while I was so convinced that this is it. That's what I want. Green card, green card, green card, got it. <laughs> Till that time, I was absolutely certain once the green card is in my hand, and I think my generation will recognize it, maybe the new generation who has just come probably recognize In between, we probably don't recognize this <laughs> dilemma. And that, oh Lord, just give me a green card and then I'm done. So up till now, I was sure what I want, but as soon as that came, I'm again deluded again. No, no, there is a lot more I need to be happy. 
भगवान शिव वंस यू नो दिस नॉलेज दैट आई एम नॉट द डूअर नॉर आई एम एन एंजॉयर और सफरर देर इज नो डिलीजन आफ्टर दैट यथ ज्ञात हैविंग नोन दैट न पुनर्मोहम एवं अगेन एवर यास्यसी पांडव यू विल नेवर गेट डिल्यूडेड अगेन वंस आई फिगर्ड आउट दैट आई वोक अप फ्रॉम द ड्रीम एंड आई वॉज द ड्रीमर द वेकर वॉज नेवर इन ट्रबल देर इज नो डिलीजन ड्यूरिंग द वेकिंग टाइम येन भूतानी अशेषेण द्रक्षसी आत्मनी अथोमयी so what knowledge is the correct knowledge we all think we are very knowledgeable even from my medas age three and a half years you ask us is i know everything because her knowledge is limited to her world and she thinks this is it i this is the knowledge we do exactly the same when we were in high school we thought we knew everything when we were in college we thought we knew everything when in the job we thought we know everything real life example i have a friend who was a draftsman all his life in delhi development corporation ddc and then government gave him a scholarship to go and attend architecture school at a much older age he went for an interview to the architecture school and the interview they asked what do you know about architecture and the guy said i told him i know everything i've been working as draftsman for 20 years i know everything about architecture what is there to know i'm just here to get a degree and then obviously he went on to become an architect and came to united states to get specialization in health architecture and he was telling me he said i felt so ashamed afterwards that i realized that i know nothing about architecture as soon as i started so our situation is like that all our life we thought we know everything what i need to know to control my life and as we take one step further we come to know that's not the case but say one knowledge will never let you get deluded in the litmus test is if that knowledge makes you see that all the bhutani asheshana all the beings not that only the good people not only the good and cuddly little animals asheshana bhutani all the beings are jakshasi atmani who sees them in the self atho mai and in me so the first is when i see them in <coughs> myself i can only see in myself when i see what myself is so right now i'm pretty clear consciousness is in me consciousness is in you in her in him very clear in the bugs in the consciousness in them but we all different from each other because we have clearly known that consciousness in me and in him and in her and in it but what is consciousness and where it comes from i do not know so the now is the consciousness in me or i am in consciousness so we have done a space experiment before mental experiment is the space is in the room or room is in the space well this i can argue that well room in the space also in outside but when you take the car if my car was built in germany it was still tied in germany and i brought it here space was in the germany in the car and i came here it's sitting outside is the space in the car a german space or american space 
answer it is American space, right? It's Henrico County space. Nobody from Frankfurt can come and claim here. So what happened to the space which was German space in my car when it was built in Germany? Car was still tight, was never open till it came to USA. How, how did it leak out before leaving Germany? Well, obviously, it is the perception of mind that the space in the car creating this dilemma. If I start seeing that car was in this space, traveling in the space, space remain unchanged, all pervading, then that's not a dilemma. Car is literally moving in the space. And therefore, there is no question about what kind of a space is in my car. Because it is all pervading space, car is finite and just moving in the space. So when it is in Germany, it's a German space. When it is in Taiwan, it is a Taiwanese space. When it is in Hendraico County, it is Hendraico space. Go to Hanover County, it is Hanover County space. Because I'm just identifying the space with whatever location I am there. But space never had to change. And all the things and beings which I, I considered that they have space in them, they're actually in the space. Not the space in them. They're in the space. This room is in the space. So the space remains stationary, all pervading. Because it is all pervading, it is unmoving. No place to move. When I start seeing that myself is not myself as my ego self, but my ego is in the self, that I that I identify with is in the self, so is the you as you identify with yourself is in the self. And I start seeing this in a new paradigm, in a new perspective. That's the knowledge Bhagavan said. Once it takes place, will never makes you deluded again of who you are and what is happiness. Yena Bhutani Asesha. So this is a litmus test. That I must start seeing that I am myself is no different than yourself. My mind and intellect are different than you. My instrument is different, therefore I will behave differently. But fundamentally what makes me alive is the same self makes you alive. Not only I see these beings in me as myself, the self which is conditioning me right now, that the same self is conditioning you, but it's in Mai, the Lord Himself, the Almighty, Omniscient Lord. Because the self and Omniscient Lord are not two different entities, they're one and the same. Therefore, once that knowledge takes place, that all-pervading Lord is none other than my own self. And that self is no different than any other self in this world. Then Bhagavan said the knowledge has taken place. That knowledge will relieve you from all your bondages. So the next verse says, Api chet. So obviously the question occurs with this seems like a huge paradigm shift. And I, at a level where I am today, will never be able to achieve that. I don't really have qualification to achieve that great knowledge we are talking about. 
or I have done everything wrong in my life. You know, so far I have not done anything. It's like if I'm a smoker up till now. They say, oh, I don't really have any claim for health anymore. They say, no, even the most sinful among the sinners have equal right to gain this knowledge. Apichetasi pape biha sarve biha papakuttamaha. If you are the king among the sinners, you know. Sarva jnana plavainaiva mrujinam santarishyasi. Yet you shall verily cross all sins by the raft of knowledge. No matter what my delusion was when I was dreaming in my dream, I was completely taken over by this nightmare that I am chased by tigers and lions and bad people, whatever that is. One side is a ditch and the other side is a hard rock. I can rock in a hard place, can't go anywhere. But as soon as I wake up, all the delusion is gone. No matter how bad the nightmare is. This is no matter how bad my actions are up till now, when the knowledge takes place that I'm not the doer, I have crossed that samsara. I have crossed that problem. They say no matter how incapable you think you are, you've got all the capacity to cross through the raft of knowledge. All you have to do is start reprogramming your mind to start seeing that I'm not the conditioned self, but myself is in that supreme self, which is all-pervading, omniscient. Yatha edhansi samiddha agnihi basmasat kurute arjuna. And how will that happen? It's very simple. No matter whatever you put in a blazing fire, because we are using the analogy of yagna, no matter whatever that is, that you put in that fire, that it will make it ashes. See, therefore, in our Puranas, all these stories about Nagas and human beings fighting. You know, because in those days in Vedic time, the way to clear up a nice little piece of land is to burn it. You start a fire and all the things will burn and now you have a plain ground to start doing whatever the farming you want to do. That's how all those towns were developed, clearing up the forest. Because in those days, they didn't have big bulldozers. So the simplest way is to burn that land, clean it up, and in that process, you also kill a lot of animals, particularly lots of cobras and all that. So they have this folklore that those nagas and tarpas are taking revenge on the human beings. So it does not matter what it is in the path of that fire, it will just clean it up. And we hear all the time about this California fire, and I always think, can they not do something so next day we don't hear about it? Apparently not. So it says, Yatha edansi samiddaha agnihi basmasatkara. Just as the blazing fire will make everything into ashes, this blazing fire of your knowledge will make all your actions into ashes. Gnanagnihi sarva karmani basmasat kurute tata. No matter how bad your actions were, and no matter how big a balance you are carrying of your sanchita karma and agami karma, they all will burn down as soon as the knowledge takes place that I am not the doer. Not only the accumulated actions will be gone, but what I am facing right now, my perception of that will change also overnight. 
thing which I considered so bad, I suddenly start looking at it. It's not so bad at all. You know, this is natural. If I just walk out and suddenly I didn't know that it's a summer outside and it's so hot. And if the knowledge never took place that I'm in summer because I was in, in a cave for the last six months, it will be a problem. But because I have this knowledge that the summer is outside, the heat is not a problem. Not a problem in a sense. I have already anticipated that heat will be there when I open that door outside. I'm just sitting in an air-conditioned room. It's not to go out. So it's not a problem. So even the present, the prarabdha, I will face boldly. Prepared for it. So he said, just as this fire, the blazing fire will make everything into ashes, this knowledge will make all your actions into ashes. They cannot germinate again into new desire. Our actions actually, as we said, it's a, like a Kleenex. You take one out, the next pop up. More I act, more desires I create. In this case, he said, there will be no more desires created because they are burnt actions. With that, we'll stop. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om